Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is up? Welcome in. Happy Tuesday here on the CHGO Bears podcast presented to you by DraftKings. Use that code CHGO. Get up to $150 in free bets when you sign up. What's going on, Bears fans? Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen, Nicholas Moriano. He, look at Nick. I'll I feel deck like you got to like, stand up and model. It's just, it, you know, it got cold. No more no more gym shoes. Had to go boots. The jean guy? jacket. Uh, it's it's kind of exhausting, honestly. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's like the, the best-looking guy in all the media. Always looks cool. It's annoying. It's my one day here, though. It's my one day yeah. here, so I feel like I got to, like, Man. I don't know. Jean jacket with a fur coat. Can we, uh, I, Lawrence, I put in Bulls Beat last night a video of, of uh, DeMar DeRozan, who was wearing a, a Uggs sweatsuit that's the most comfortable thing of all time, but it oh, sort of looks like Nick's collar. Oh, uh, but the full full suit is like this. Yes, his whole he, he looks like he looks he literally looks like a bear. Um, he <laughs> looks like he's in the bear suit and... I think it our was, friends from FOCO make those. It, it was a little bit Oh, weir- there it is, yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit weird when I said that I wanted to cuddle with him. Cause, <laughs> uh, but look at that guy. He looks extremely warm, though. Does that not look like the most comfortable thing of all time? Why is Hogue in a looks constipated right you now looking what? at that thing? You know what? I wouldn't wear, wear that. Wear that after you win a game. <laughs> oh, oh. Not when oh. you get crushed Getting again. punked at home by the freaking Rockets. I'm so mad at that team right now. Okay, this is the Bears show, so we're not going to do the no, Bulls show. We're going to talk but, about the Bulls for the but, next but, but, 55 but, but, minutes. But let me just tell you, like everyone who's freaking out about the Bulls' loss last night, the, the Houston Rockets have beaten the Phoenix Suns twice. They beat the Milwaukee Bucks. They shot out of their mind last night, 55%. Uh, yes, the Bulls' defense was not great. Everyone shoots out of their mind against the Bulls. That's the problem. The, the, prob- the problem with the Bulls it's is true. that they don't, they, that they're 3-8 and eight against teams that are under 500. That's, the, that's, that's the problem. I mean, the but, problem with but, the Bulls but, is they don't guard the three-point line. That's another that's problem. Uh, I mean, the Rockets hit a bunch of contested BS threes last night. It just did not go their way. It, it's okay. But I didn't watch. So anyway, I, anyway. I didn't. Um, I was watching Khalil Mack sack Nick Foles. Um. William Kane, you're my new favorite person in the chat at this particular moment. Lawrence went out and got some uh, Vietnamese coffee for the early oh, comers here yeah. this morning. Mm-hmm. Wow. Stuff's legit. Viet 5 Viet coffee on Madison. That, th- that cup of coffee right there is, is straight crack cocaine, and it's also, <laughs> it's also $10. When you ho- oh. I'm hosting like eight shows today, so, you know, we need our Vietnamese coffee. I they can't say I've ever had it. If you are in the West <laughs> Loop and you want to get a Look big... that. Are they a sponsor? Are we getting? Uh, they should be right, for, out, for this man. love. Keep talking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Viet Five. If you want, if you want to change your life, and you're in the West Loop for the next four hours, go to Viet Five. I'm probably gonna do that. It's after not this. that expensive though. I don't know why you're like so it's mad. It's seven it. bucks for a cup of coffee. No, though. it was like this was like five bucks. I think four fifty five. No, no, no. It wasn't the twelve ounce. I think feel like it's, I feel like it's four eighty five. Okay, or okay something fine. Like that. Their cheapest coffee in there is five bucks for the small. Yeah. Well, that's all you need. It's uh, See, quite actually, uh, quite. Intense. It kind of <laughs> does actually bring in the play. Like, I feel like if it costs more than five, then I should actually pay Lawrence. No, back. no, no. We're good. That's fine. If it's like, you know, a cup of coffee, five and under, I feel like it's just well, sort of a gesture. No, this is if it's really $7, I feel like an obligation to Lawrence pay is a, for it. Lawrence is a very generous man. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you're, brings donuts. You're, you're, yeah, you, thank you. Lawrence is not looking for money. He just wants you to, you know, contribute to, I, to the cause of the whole team. I did bring yeah. Christmas cookies there we go that's and i brought you a present really oh yeah you did <laughs> you, you did we just played <laughs> with it <laughs> <laughs> we, we're bringing where is your, all, where's your gift 
office ball is coming back. Uh, and uh, no yeah. one knows what we're talking about, but it's going to be well, let, let, amazing. Let's 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 get into it because I know Bears fans are just chomping at yeah. the bit because Flus wants to win games. Bears. All right, so Nick, you were at House Hall yesterday. Um, we'll do a little bit of a recap of these Monday press conferences, but um, at least with what they're saying, give us a recap of Flus's uh, importance of winning here in these last two games. Yeah, well, it kind of started with the news that Justin Fields is not going to be shut down for the remainder of the season. The big reason why is they have to get better. And they have these divisional opponents against the Lions and Vikings who they lost to earlier this season. So it's important to see how this team stacks up against, you know, division teams that they're obviously going to face every year. But, you know, Justin Fields is still dealing with that shoulder injury. He couldn't put weight on his foot at the end of the Bills game and decisions to continue to playing him. But, he has to see what he has in this roster, and that's I, – I get it why he made the decision that you're not going to shut Justin Fields down. I think there are some benefits that he can still gain, but there is a risk to that. But that was kind of the main the, – the main, the first main topic of, of what Iberflus was talking about. Can I throw a conspiracy theory out there, which <laughs> actually can. dovetails off of Hoag's take that I, I'm looking forward to you spinning out there in a second. If for some reason – we get to tomorrow's press conference when Flus updates all the injuries. And it comes out that something has happened with Justin, that it's a little bit more serious than they thought. All right? And he's not good to go. Okay. Could that be because him and Ryan Poles sat down and Poles said, Yo, Flus. I love you. I love the chemistry that you've built here. I love what's going on. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so if in Carm's world, yeah. if hypothetically yes. Yes. something completely opposite of what the head coach yesterday happens tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. instead of covering that situation if it happens, let's hypothetically bring it up the let's day ahead before of the, it might not happen. Well, it of the won't game. happen. Let's get ahead of the game. <laughs> you heard it here I first. love the way you're breaking. I, I, yeah, I I know it's not normal, and believe me, it's it's uh, it's challenging to live with myself. I I'll, okay, I'll, hypothetically, I'll, yes, if they completely change their mind based off what happened yesterday, and Fields I'm does just, not play, I am then I think there would be a world in which the GM came in and said, "Let's not do this." Yeah, thank you. Okay, okay. In the go. real world. I don't think Flus goes up to that press conference yesterday without that conversation already happening between him and Ryan Poles and Ryan Poles being on the same page as the head coach. Okay, and that's where I wanted to get to. So you you actually think that, uh, and it's the most likely scenario, I would hope that that's how it works, that, that they are both on board that winning one of these next two or both of them is the best thing that can happen for the franchise. Okay, see, this is where I think we need to split up. Mm -hmm. Okay, I understand that they're saying they want to win. Okay. This is the, this is the hoag take that, okay. I, that we've talked about off air that I, that I like. Yeah, they, go ahead. Okay, this is a moot point. They're not going to win. I disagree. The Lions, I think, showed their hand. Like, they're the Lions still, based on how they play. But, guys... It, what percent chance do you get? How many games in a row do you have to see this play out? They kind of hang around. They're sort of there. They can and hang then around. the other team is better, and they win by 100 points in the fourth quarter. Hold on hey, a second. They only lost by five to the Eagles, though, and the Eagles are going to yes. win the NFC. Yeah, yeah. They only lost by five to the Eagles. It was a one-score game with Buffalo. you telling me that Justin okay. Fields in an indoor stadium can't. All can't, I'm saying is, look. You can't field. First of all, it no happen. head coach is going to say something other than what Flew said yesterday. All right. Mm -hmm. And then second, on top of that, I do believe, and I'm not saying it's just the Bears, I think what happened with the Miami Dolphins last year has resonated across the league. Okay, the Dolphins <laughs> fired their coach. There was a lawsuit. They lost a first-round draft pick. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nothing spooked the NFL offices more than – a head coach alleging that the owner was incentivizing and asking him to tank, okay? 
I'm not saying the Bears are anywhere near that. What I am saying is there's a sensitivity across the league to that. And I do think in the messaging that the Bears have been consistent on from week one on and will continue to be, all they want to do is win, win, win no matter what. Okay? Because you, you, you just have to – that has to be your mentality out there publicly. I, I Trading away half the roster uh, – Putting guys on IR with weeks to go, I think you actually follow the breadcrumbs and the actions. They're doing a tremendous job, in my opinion. Honest to God, compliment of somehow developing the quarterback, improving the offense, putting the systems in place so that next year when they actually plug in the players, they could actually have success while still potentially getting the number one draft pick. Right. Might be the greatest tank job of all time, to be honest with you. Well, the... To that point, this has been the most amazing Bears season of all time. It couldn't, it literally could not have gone any better. Yeah. The quarterback can play. You're going to get a really high draft pick. And you could, in theory, after this season is over, set yourself up if they're really smart and creative to, to actually get to where we haven't been since 1985. But, Nick, do you believe what Adam Hogue is saying, or do you believe that deep down in every single fiber of Matt Eberflus's bones, he wants to win this game on Sunday? I think he does. I think he does, Mark. I, agree, I think he wants I do, to win. I think he does, But it's too. not the best thing for the franchise in 2023. No, but I think honest. he thinks it is. I think he thinks it is. That is not his mentality and the, and, 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 and the, the flusosophy here. There, there it is. It, I don't think it. I don't think it computes. It's good to lose. I just that's not a, that's not the flus that we know and love. I think. See, flus- I, I I I think when any I actually do <laughs> believe that when the game starts, when the ball is kicked off, that every player and coach involved mm-hmm. in the game is trying to win. They think they have a that chance. That I want a hundred percent, and I think that's the difference between. What most teams, actually all teams, including the Dolphins last year, that's the conflict that arose between the ownership Mm -hmm. and the coach. Because all coaches are that way. Right. Once the game starts, they're trying to win. That's what they get paid to do. One thing you got to also keep in mind is, at the end of the day, these games are still going to count on Iberflus' record. Four years from now, when maybe there's a bumpy patch and half the city is like, fire the coach like they always are. They're going to be pointing to the record, right? Mm-hmm. Whether that's fair or not. So if you're the coach, you're always trying to win. Where, um, the, I mean, I'm, I'm only bringing in the Dolphins because of the sensitivity towards the issue in this particular year coming off of what happened there. But I, I do think that as a human being, when the game is over, when he's meeting with the GM on Monday morning or whenever they meet, maybe Sunday night when they – like. He understands the benefit of having mm-hmm. the number one overall pick. I, I'm not saying he doesn't understand the benefit, but I also don't. I I don't think that he, there's any fiber of him that like wants to get there. Like in any, yeah. he he would he would. I believe him when he says that these are division games and that winning these next two and getting to five is going to have an impact next season. Which objectively, it's hard to really draw that line. That if they yeah. beat the Lions and they beat the Vikings, that that's going to have any impact on what happens in 2023. Yes. Uh, Go super ahead. chat here. The Twan? Twan. Yeah, the Twan 89. Okay. Is there value in winning one or two games if it prevents you from drafting a dude and instead of having to just draft a guy? <laughs> that's like the that. concern, like Twan. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, obviously, look, it, it's – this is where I get like kind of annoyed with this whole conversation. Yeah, great. I love it. Let's okay. go. Because, Let's one, I think it's a moot point. I think the Bears lose these last two games. I think well, if you look at their defense and the wide-open gashing holes that were there so bad. in crunch time, they miss Jack Sam. We're going to get to all that here when we get to grades uh, in the next segment. Uh, like, one, I think it's a moot point. <laughs> but, two, this is definitely one of those arguments where both can be true. A hundred percent. Look at how much we still value the win over the Patriots. We keep talking about it. 
October 24th. Winning is important, (laughs) and it gives you good vibes. In that case, we still look at – we're going to talk about it all offseason. That win over the Patriots is like the the evidence that it can all come together next year with the right players in the right situation, with the right schemes, and Justin Fields playing well, and the coaches made the adjustments and all this. And so, yes, if they were to beat the Lions – it's going to hurt your draft stock, probably, although maybe it won't, depending on some of these other results. Mm-hmm. But probably it does. And yet, the players don't necessarily care about that. They're going to be looking at the positives of, of what went right in that game. The coaches the are going to look, made yeah, the coach the are gonna look at what they practiced and how that led to success. <laughs> so it's still a beneficial to you. I, I, and, and at the same time, if they lose again... I still think all this has been mostly beneficial. It's it's okay. Go ahead, Nick, because I'm really into the I, H- I'm Hendricks you, like, versus. Collect your thoughts there, Mark. No, I I well, I'm just enjoying Hendricks versus Braggs in the chat right now. Who oh. Hendricks doesn't want the Bears with the number one pick because that would be embarrassing in essence. And then Bra- Hendricks, that's silly. Hendricks versus Braggs is adorable. I you're right, <laughs> you're right. There's both things. If they if there is going to be f- for that locker room. A confidence boost for if Dominique Robinson gets to the quarterback, gets to Jarek off and eats him, and and Ju- and Justin Fields goes down the field in the fourth quarter and and throws a touchdown pass to Dante Pettis that wins the game in the final seconds. It's going to feel awesome for them. Mm-hmm. They're 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 going to sleep better. There there's going to be a, a confidence boost there. But what what you know? And then there's the other side, which I, we're all in agreement here. The other side is they are trying to win the Super Bowl for the first time since 1985, and they are actually in a position right now. Like, this is a very, very key moment in Bears history right now where you actually are going to, which we've talked about a zillion times, we'll continue to talk about in the whole offseason, but you are at the point right now where you kind of have done the hard work. You've eaten you've eaten all the dead money. You're setting yourself up with draft picks. You, have, you, made, you, you miraculously made the right call on the quarterback for the first time so if you do it right from here it could happen it is absolutely in play that they can get there and they're really far away if the miracle of all miracle happens that they get the number one overall pick and you can spin that pick into however many picks you can get from there and then also I would say if you spend wisely this offseason and maybe don't just freak out and just sign guys to sign guys and roll that money over at least some to when you get closer and closer so it's very clear exactly what you need, you actually might be able to do this for the first time in 8,000 years. So I just, I just think this is – I mean, we are at a very key pivot point. And I also so which is why the last two games to me are huge. If they can find a way to lose them, and and we can get a Houston win here, that would be the ideal scenario. Now it's not the end of the world, like whatever they have the two pick or the four pick, they're still in a good position. But why not hit the home run at this point? Yeah, I just want to quickly bring up Corey's uh, super chat here. He said, "I'm sure Jets fans are happy they won one meaningless extra exactly. game that got them Zach Wilson instead of Trevor two. Lawrence." Two. They won two. Yeah, they won two of the yeah, last three. That's but true. I also don't think this is that same situation. It, right. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, not. I mean, when you need the quarterback. When you absolutely need a quarterback and Trevor Lawrence. And, and by the way, I'd also point out to all those Jets fans complaining, you still could have drafted Justin Fields. Oops. So, it, it, which, which would also be proof to the other side of it that. <laughs> now, now, I'm not going to lie. I mean, obviously, best case scenario for the Jets would have been. And that's where I'm kind of getting at. Like, mm-hmm. both can be true. You still got to hit on the pick also. Yeah, that's like you still have yeah. To, yeah. You still yeah. have to make the right pick. Yeah. And that's the other side of it is like, yeah, the Jets probably shouldn't have won, shouldn't have beat the Browns and, mm-hmm. you know, and the and Rams. The Rams. Yeah. I think if they just lost one of them, they would have been fine if I remember right. But regardless, it, they were winless and all of a sudden they win two meaningless games against good teams, which shows you anything can happen exactly. any, any given week. Um, and it certainly hurt them long term. But you still could have had a pretty damn good quarterback in any fit. Right, right. So. Yeah, you yeah. still effed up that pick. Good job, Zach Wilson. A L- lot, lot of ways to skin a cat, which is I, a, I, it's, I, it's I, another conversation that I want to have with Bears fans. Yes. I, it's not as uh, entertaining to just have the third or fourth pick. No, I'm just saying, like, 
how about you just play well individually and you still lose the games and everybody's happy. Like, I know that's not as entertaining as a conversation, but, like, how about Justin just has a good game? Justin, and Kyler, those guys. Because like cause look guys. at it like this. You, you lost to the Bills. It's very little that, like, mattered, right? But, but how do you think Phelous Jones is feeling this week? Better. Probably better. No question. Right? He said it was his most complete game. I asked him, like, after in the locker room. So, if confidence. If Dominique Robinson has three sacks on Sunday, great. And they lose. Like, he I guess w- that's when, you know. No, that, individual wins. That is that is a very fair point, which, you know, everyone's always like, team, team, team. You know what they care about number one before anything else? Themselves. <laughs> because they're human beings just like we all are. So, if they play well... If if the quarterback plays well, the quarterback's gonna sleep well. If Kyler Gore, Kyler Gordon is sleeping like a baby this week, yeah. he's not sweating <laughs> the fact they lost. Thank God, I I I I stepped up big in a in in a game that I don't even remember the score, but I played well against one of the NFL's best, maybe the NFL's best, depending on your perspective. You so. know when Justin Fields was having his stretch of games, you notice the press conferences afterwards, like it was a polar opposite difference than how it was in the beginning of the season, when right? You know, it wasn't going well. But, hey, he's having he's falling out. It, exactly. I, to your point, Mark, they do care about themselves <laughs> first, and then if it equates to team success, that's also great as Oxygen well. mask goes on number one first. Then mm-hmm. you can start looking at the team. I just love, like, what have people been watching that they're so worried about the Bears actually winning one of these two games? But – Hogue, they have they've they, been right there. Been and then they're playing they the Lions. You tell me that you tell me there is. Did you really think at any moment that they were going to beat the Pack? I'm the one who live bet the Packers when the Bears were up 19-10. Hold on. Every single one of these games. Hold on. What, what are? Hold the, it's the Lions. So that's I think it's the opponent. That's what's given me like if the Bears are in the it. The Lions are better than the Packers. They, <laughs> The, the Bears should have beaten the Lions. They had him beat. Cairo and then Santos, what happened? Cairo That's Santos. exactly my point. But, and then what happened? Yeah, but you cannot. But that was a Cairo Santos missed, missed extra, point. extra point away from overtime and a win. And the, they're right well, How do you there. know they're going to win? You, you, you don't. But you, know. but you can't just say that like there's no chance they're beating the Lions. Of course there's I'm a chance. I'm not saying there's no chance. But like, it's, not, it's not a 5% chance either. I just feel like either. there's this incredible anxiety for Bears fans that like they're going to lose out on something here because they win. I'm like... What are you watching? Like I'm watching them. Quarterback the- has been playing great in an eight-game losing streak. Do you know how hard that is to do in the NFL? Pretty tough. You know what's <laughs> those don't add up. This yeah. is the NFL where if your quarterback's good, you win. They've lost eight games in a row with a good quarterback. All right, let for for one thousand percent certain when we're clipping the, the show, this is in it, and 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 and, and 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 I hope you're right. But if you're wrong, I'm gonna retweet it every day for like sixty eight straight straight days. Uh, oh, not not to be that guy, but I might have to be that guy on this one. It there it is in play that they, that they beat Detroit this week. It's in play. I think it's in play, Adam. I think it's in play. I, I agree with Mark. You guys have a lot. I mean, of, I'm picking Detroit. A lot of faith yeah, in that. I'm picking Detroit. I'm picking Detroit. Don't <laughs> get me wrong. Is there one member of the Bears front seven playing this weekend that you're like, yeah, he's got to be back next year? That's a fair, excellent, fair. Front seven? I mean, Jack Sanborn. You're, front is seven. Jack Sanborn playing this week? No. That was the question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> the players who are actually on the field against the Lions this week. What? What? Okay. The Lions are going to put up I hope, 500 points. Okay, I, I listen. <laughs> Probably we, not. Can we do? Can we? Can we do? Uh, never mind. That's fine. We'll do that. We'll do that later. We in the should week. probably br- do a break right now. Yes, we can do that. What about our coverage for for Detroit this weekend? Can we talk about that or no? Is that a conversation we can have? <laughs> what is sure. that like? Like, sure. Why does anybody like want to hear secondary? it? Secondary. Well, because I just think it's interesting. Like, Hogue's going to cover this week, and I'm, yeah. uh, and so you're going to be in the stadium. Yeah. And when this when this nightmare scenario happens, that that the Bears beat the Lions and they get their fourth win on the year, I want a video <laughs> of you on the field <laughs> <laughs> explaining to how you, how you were one thousand percent wrong. And that, no, no, I, I just want to clarify. I'm not saying it can't happen i'm just surprised at like how worried people are that it will happen be we're worried because 
You guys seem pretty confident. Like I'm right now, I'm convinced both of you are picking the Bears to win this week. No, no, we said Lions. We what, said Lions. But I'm gonna. But, but there's but, a possibility. But I'm gonna. What, what's the spread right now? Four and a half, right? DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, deleted all my sports gambling apps yeah, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nick's just giving away money. That had to be. Was that was that Wait, family? You deleted you all that? your all of them. You deleted all the apps. Every single one. He keeps, did you bet the Bulls last night? Is that was the final? Was I the mean, there's only really only one app you should be deleting. Let's just that's call true. It out that's there. true. I had some previously, but uh, yeah, it was it was Monday night game. It was Bulls. It was disaster. What so. do you think about Bragg's this thing? If the Bears beat Detroit, are you a Gamblers Anonymous? Sorry? <laughs> I think maybe I I took the first step. Okay. <laughs> well, I and by the way, I kind of knew that 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 Nick needed some Gamblers Anonymous because his tweets about the Bulls were so aggressive and upsetting <laughs> that it absolutely had me. It had to be about his wallet oh. and not the basketball team. If you're right. betting on the Bulls right now. Oh, no. I may have splashed a little when they were down 11 and got the plus money on the money line. Just, you know, it's like, ah, they could beat this team. I'm going to throw a little bit of cash on there. They can't. Yeah. It's well, like the I Bears like, can't. Uh, yeah, but it was <laughs> halftime, and I'm like, oh, they're up one. I got this. This is going to happen. And then the third quarter was the worst quarter of basketball ever. But like Bragg said, if the Bears beat Detroit, Hogue has to stay. In An extra night in Detroit. <laughs> what do you think about that? I don't want to mess your family wife up. So well, I am staying until Monday. Just based on the uh, so that would be flight t- situation. That would be till Tuesday. There's no oh, chance. Southwest? <laughs> There's no, South, yeah. no chance. No, not flying Southwest. How about you either. have to walk around the, the stadium two times and do a live video? Two times? No. Oh, man. No. First of all, you cover a game in Detroit, you get in and out as fast as possible. You're staying an extra night. You got plenty of time. Only because the transportation wouldn't allow me. And you also don't drive to Detroit. After um, you could drive. No. You tell me that you you do not drive to Detroit after December 1st. Do you know why? Why? At any given moment, you drive along the east coast of Lake Michigan, you get hit by a foot of snow. Let me ask you something. Uh, Not to... I, I think you, you did. You see how much snow they got? You, you, you've this been big snowstorm we got. We got about an inch. Do you know how much they got on the other side of Lake Michigan? Eight thousand feet. Yeah, yeah. That's you, why you don't <laughs> drive over there. You've been you've been covering the Bears for a decade. Yeah. You telling me that that of all the friends that you've made over there, nobody wants to put you in their car and drive you home after the game. Oh, uh, we've done that many times f- coming home from Thanksgiving because they shut down the airport at like two thirty, which yeah. is not convenient. You and John's mm. can't. Uh, you know. Okay. When is Thanksgiving? Uh, that would be in the thanks uh, in November, I okay. believe. Yeah. So is that before December first? This, this is one of our better shows. I'm really enjoying <laughs> this program. <laughs> I mean, I'm just there are certain rules you have to follow. One of them is that. So no one's driving. No one's going. Not that I know of. That's driving. You don't drive. Not after December first. Tell Come you, on. Tell you right now, Weeder is flying down that highway like a like a champion. Well, Weeder <laughs> is probably on my same American Airlines flights. If I know Dan Weeder, mm-hmm. you probably. Weeder wants to be on this show. I can feel it. Oh, he'll come on. Hey, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is our go-to. Well, at least our go-to uh, <laughs> when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Um, right now, new customers can bet. Actually, I had a close call last night. I have to say, you guys, I don't know if you guys know this, but sometimes I am wrong. Like, I'll probably be wrong about this whole Detroit Lions thing now since I'm so far into it. Um, I was all in on Nick Foles last night. Same. Right? Okay, I, the I difference is, the difference is, Nick, I didn't bet it. Oh, yeah, I, I yeah. splashed a little on the uh, Foles experience. I thought, oh, they could cover. I'm no. like, oh, it's the spark yeah. that Colts in the air. See, I wanted to, but I was actually in my car about 15 minutes for kickoff. Good for and you. And I do follow, uh, you don't text and drive, you don't bet and drive. It's bad. I don't and know, so betting I, and driving is quite fun on the uh, Eisenhower <laughs> when it's backed up traffic. <laughs> So I did just kidding everyone. I did not pull up. uh, Although I highly recommend you using DraftKings app. There was a moment of clarity when I didn't, and uh, that paid off because boy, the Colts were terrible. But um, you should be using DraftKings, and um, right now, new customers can bet just five dollars on any NFL team to win their game, and you'll get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they do. Check this out right now. Everyone can earn up to a one hundred percent boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays, which are always one of my favorite. the more legs you have in the parlay, the bigger the boost you get, which is great. You can be, you can combine uh, bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and they have this great button where you click at, at the top of the screen and it just says same game parlay builder, and that shows you exactly what you can put in your same game parlay. It makes it nice and easy for you. And um, 
Download the DraftKings Sports Book app now. Use code CHGO. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game. You'll get a $150 credit in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Yeah, definitely uh, check out uh, DraftKings. It's amazing. Um, But I'm going to tell you about Athletic Greens. And with one scoop of your AG1s, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day off right. What's awesome about Athletic Greens is that it costs less than a cup of coffee a day. Also helps support better sleep quality and recovery, which we all definitely need. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. Super simple. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Bears. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash Bears to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. Good stuff. And uh, just a reminder, you want to become a diehard because you need more Hogue, you need more Moriano, and you definitely want to read my grades and everything else that I'm doing at all chgo.com diehard memberships you get discounts on merchandise you get discounts on all of our events we had just had an awesome bulls uh, takeover which was sweet lawrence was sweet. did you get uh <laughs> i the mean beat, they lost by 30 to the knicks at home but yeah the but event it, was great i mean yeah but together. everybody was had a big smile on their face and hogue was there doing his own thing i i think everything about it you know was funny awesome. so so Carm actually thought that Nick like I was purposely not sitting with everyone. <laughs> no, I did not. You I, did. You a couple days later, you were like, he didn't realize that I had bought my own tickets because I missed out. I was an idiot. I didn't commit to the the event soon enough. They sold out, so I had to go on the Game Time app, which we love. I bought mm-hmm. two tickets as close as I could to the group to be a part of it. And Carm's like, oh, I thought you were just being antisocial. <laughs> it was really the opposite. I, I just, it was painful for me to not see you immersed in all the CHGO diehards, which is why you should become a CHGO diehard. Nick was sitting with all the diehards. Uh, who else was? Who? We had Greg. Rick, Greg was right next uh, to me. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence, Lawrence was Benedetto there. was up there. Jake was I up mean, there. Jake was Kevin up there. K-Duck forgot to eat food all day and was getting really <laughs> drunk and swearing a lot at children uh, up there. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, Big Dave was, was That's rocking. That's all a true story. It was an awesome scene. Yeah, sorry. Cody Cubs. would have been there if he could have been there. Yeah, when you Same work from home, Luke. you know, you get called out on the podcast. Yeah. Cubs show 120 today. Let's go. go World Cubs. Series. Let's go. All right. Uh, is, is there anybody better on social media than Cody, by the way? Seriously. <laughs> this guy is. This guy is. I, I, there is no sleep in, in C-O-D-Y. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's an impressive man. Yes, go ahead. This Vietnamese coffee is really kicking in. Yeah, t- yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. I'm you can try you. that. That stuff is incredible. It, it really is. I love it. Yeah. Um, all right, should we get to the grades? And then I want to talk about... Yeah. Uh, oh, okay, sure, yeah. Okay. Are we going to get to Roquan at some point? Yeah, here? I do. That's next. That's okay. next. We'll sneak in the grades here real quick. And um, first, let's start, as always, with our blue chippers. Oh, yeah. Woof. Oh. And Who is that? There it is. Is that Bragg's? Tumbleweed. It's just a bunch of I'm sure of Bragg's knows who that is. Um, yeah. Oh, he definitely knows who that yeah. is. No, guys, uh, that's not a typo. That's actually your list of blue chippers this mm. week. The blue screen. Oh, that guy. wow. Yeah. No boy, Nobody no. made the list. Actually, uh, uh, Valus Jones was close, and Lawrence talked me out of it. No, that's Sorry, not, Valus. That's not actually how the grades work. Um, did Valus make long-term I mean, special team yeah. starter? No, what you did... <laughs> Was you made me go back and because I do have a um, what's the right word um, uh, like checks and balances? Yeah. I have checks and balances to that kind of level things out from the extremes, if that makes sense. Um, and since I was doing all this in a hurry today, I was a little bit behind on some stuff. Uh, you did kind of force me to go back and double check the eight yard catch he had on a slant. Yeah. It was a uh, third and eleven. Mm-hmm. It was a good play, but to me, that's like, yeah, that's your job. Wasn't a special play. Low ball. So, um, so anyway, let's get to the long-term starters. Because right there at the top, let's Ooh. give him his credit. Valus Jones did have a great game. 
Um, the only reason that really kept him out of the blue chip, that because he was very, very close. He did muff that last kick return, and that does count. I guarantee the coaches will knock him down um, for that. It probably cost him some yards. It, it's any Timing is crucial on those kick returns, and you want to get the ball in your hands and downfield as fast as possible. But otherwise, good game for Valus Jones. These are the moments that still do matter. Uh, part of the reason why I'm all for Justin Fields playing with these guys in these last two games because I do think the development of some of these players matters. Fields, uh, not his best game, but still pretty good overall. There were a couple of accuracy issues. To be honest, a lot of it I put on the weather. And I do think that in the wind. Yeah, crazy. I mean, Josh Allen threw a ball that bounced like four yards in front of a guy. And I'm like, yeah. that's not Josh Allen's yeah. fault. I mean, that's he, shitty he, weather. I'm surprised to see him on there after that. I mean, he was. I'm not worried Fields? about Josh. Yes. I think he, I mean, he still he, made some good decisions. Why there's a bunch of drops too. Like there were yeah, a bunch of drops. Had hey, did you know Kyler Gordon was a dancer? Look at that photo. I mean, my gosh. Oh yeah, yeah. better dancer. Kyler Gordon played well, good and then good flexibility. Some special team or some love here, Trenton Gill. Yeah, and for the first time all season, Mr. Patrick Scales snapping through the wind. I saw him earlier have today. You, you've been sleeping on Scales. Scales should have been on this thing long before. You think so? He's wow. usually in the starter category. He's a good player. Um, it's the first time I've ever noticed Patrick Scales on Well, because we, <laughs> I don't show the starter category every week. We do the long-term starters. Oh, okay. Guys that go above and beyond. This yep. is a good – he actually had a tackle, too. He had a special teams tackle. That's that's really what this is all boiling down to is Hoag's coaching chops and just paying attention to people that are not getting enough attention. And congratulations yeah. to Patrick Scales. You ever talked to Patrick Scales? Yeah, he's funny. Mm-hmm. Maybe we he's can get funny. Patrick Scales on guy. the show. Can we do that? Uh, I'm sure he would do it. He'd be down. I would love a Patrick yeah. Scales. Let's talk. He's well, at Bears Fit, so I'll get him next time. There plenty, we go, Bears Fit. Plenty of time right. in the offseason. Bottom uh, tier. Try and get all 54 of the uh, guys, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we we got to work on that. Bottom tier, uh, not the Eesh. greatest day for Larry Borum playing left guard. Uh, Lawrence learned who Andrew Brown was. Right Never heard of him. Show started. Bear or, bear not, or a bear. not a bear. <laughs> Andrew Brown. <laughs> well, what number was Brown? 47? No, no, 94. No he, is, he is Robert Quinn's number. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, him. And then... Uh, Nick, you had a big breakdown of Andrew Brown? Guys, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Think about where Jack Sanborn's been almost every week we've done this, and then Joe Thomas ending up on the bottom chair. It, they missed him. No doubt. Which is another it. reason why um, you guys can get all excited about your <laughs> Lions, but... It's pretty hard to win football games when you, when your defensive line can't get a push and your linebackers are blocked out of position and there's a gaping hole. And then uh, multiple times in that game, Jaquan Brisker included. Yeah, not the, the right gaps. doesn't make the play. Yep. A bad angle or missed tackle. DeAndre Houston Carson did Saw it on that. a touchdown too. Do you not remember the moment that Travis Gibson almost got to the quarterback? <laughs> yeah, there's been plenty of those. Do you not remember the moment that Dom Rob was in your – on your television screen, in the end zone, chasing after whoever the hell they played last week, Josh Allen. Have you guys reached that point, by the way, that the games have become a blur? Like, I don't remember the Atlanta game at all. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's funny? (laughs) Like, not even a second of it I can think of right now. Well, I remember when Fields got hurt. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah. Right. That happened. Right. But yeah, this catch. has definitely been one of those seasons where <laughs> the memory, re- you know, sometimes when you'll ask me, like, you'll ask me, like, about a random game, like, seven years ago, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's the game where that happened, right. and I'll be able to pull it. This will be a season where, yeah, and there's a couple of those in the John Fox era. Like, I don't know that I could tell you much about the 2016 season. No. I mean, <laughs> it's... It's honestly like I was just looking back through like games that the Bears were close to to argue against you and your Detroit thing, and I'm like Atlanta 27-24. Remember nothing, <laughs> <laughs> which is a concern perhaps as to the aging process over here. And maybe I need to oh get no. into a sauna and a and a. I mean, everyone on TikTok is telling me that all you got to do is sit in cold water and go in the sauna, and like you'll live forever. So that that's my new plan. What is that? Yeah, I've been seeing that too. Right, like uh, cold water. You need like three minutes of ice cold water every day, and then you need to be in the sauna like fifty-seven minutes out of the week, and then you're oh, you'll the you'll stave off all diseases. Hates. I can do the sauna, no problem. The cold water thing is. I do. The the cold. How cold? Like ice? Ice. Like an ice well, bath? Who has like, that? 
These people are doing this. They're, they're uh, all a quick shout out to uh, Daniel O'Connor, the uh, also known as the Great Blake Jumper. Do you follow him? Oh, on? I just yeah. see that guy the other day. Yeah, he Insane. has jumped into Lake Michigan every day since early on in the pandemic. Every day, every day, no matter the temperature, outside, inside the yeah. water, I, he is there. I, I did notice the other wild. day because um, he kind of went viral the day it was super cold, like negative eight that morning or whatever. This this past week, he, yeah, he did it with a jacket on. Yeah, he has a little float device, and he's got shoes now, and he's got gloves. But like every day, though, every day he's been doing it. I mean, because like in February, <laughs> the entire lake is ice, yeah. and so he'll have to like chop it open just to. Oh, he do does. The jump. I was wondering that he does yeah. it even when there's ice out there. Yes, the, these people on TikTok, they've got their hot tub or cold tub or whatever in the backyard, and it's full of ice. So they take a sledgehammer. And get through, and they get into it, and they sit there for three minutes. This, the, I mean, Lawrence retwe- uh, retweeted the video from what was it, Christmas Day? It was, it was. I think it was like, well, what was the coldest? It Friday? I don't know. Because I, I actually follow him on Insta, and the day before it was getting really cold. I'm like, hey, dude, like, feel free to just skip tomorrow. We get it. We know you're gonna do this every day. We wouldn't mind if you skipped a day. And he still did. And he it. did a like, backflip into it. Did a backflip. Yeah. Well, I just worry about the people that see that and try to imitate it. And like I'm sure this guy's <laughs> knows what he's doing, and you. But water, especially Lake Michigan, man, is no joke. I have to yeah. go through this PSA every year. Do not mess around with Lake Michigan. Do I'm not. talking about in the summer, let alone when it's. I mean, if you know what you're doing, you'll be okay. But there's too many people that every like, year push it. Yeah. Do you know how many times in a year, and this is even on shallower lakes like up in the chain, that I see jump off their boat and go swimming without it being anchored. Hmm. You don't yeah. understand how fast wind can move a boat away right. from you. Right. And, and Way the, faster than you can swim if it's windy. You're done. And, and these people. See you later. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> anyway, that's a whole thing. Uh, by right. the way, uh, Jep OKS, these people on TikTok, that is a compliment. I'm one of these people. I love TikTok. <laughs> Jep rocks. Jep rocks. Yes. There's there an R in there. I can honestly say that I am not one of those people on TikTok. You're missing out. I don't know how. I have it, but I'm, I honestly. And my, my, now my eight-year-old is referencing things he sees on TikTok, and I'm like, you don't even have a Why phone. Is and he you don't have TikTok. TikTok. What, what are you talking on? about? <laughs> how does he see things on TikTok? The, the most terrifying thing I saw on TikTok today was Mark Cuban talking about artificial intelligence and how, like, literally the world's going to be, we're, like, we're all so screwed. What's coming? Oh, you got to see that movie we talked about last week, the, um, don't look up. Don't look up. Don't look up. Oh yeah. Okay. I've seen that. If you want to see a, st- yeah. a bizarre family drama, go go to the theater and see the Fablements. That's that was. <laughs> I saw the trailer. This it is it. it is it is some warped right. warped stuff. Okay, we're off <laughs> we're off path. Yeah, Pr- bring us back together. I'm I'm ready to go. Uh, this Roquan stuff. Yes. Um, I love the comments already. No one cares about Roquan. We're talking about Roquan. And first of all, I don't even think we've talked about Roquan on the show in like three weeks. Nope. When he, p- when he picked off Mitch. Harm got in a Twitter spat or something. Uh-oh. I, I, I tweeted out yesterday knowing that it was going to not turn out particularly well, but I still <laughs> tweeted it that it, it has been as of now it's 57 days. It'll be 58 tomorrow. I should have waited actually for tomorrow. Uh, it'll be 58 days since they traded Roquan and the Bears have yet to win a football game. And yeah. Which is just a fact. Which is just yeah, a just fact. <laughs> it's not, I don't um, even the, and people are like, well, what's your take? This is a terrible take. It's not a take. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. I didn't <laughs> say that this was the worst trade of all time. That would be a take. What I said is that it's been 56 days since they won a football game. And I said, which could be a good thing. I put that in parentheses. Uh, and, and, but there is this narrative out there in Bears land that there's just absolutely no doubt that trading Roquan was a brilliant thing because he doesn't play a premium position. And I'm just like, hold on a second. If you read, if you read the Athletic uh, last week, hashtag Hogan Johns, there's all these comments from people in Baltimore that Roquan has been a tremendous asset for that locker room. That he's making the linebackers around him so much better. They're five and two with him. They're they're worried they're not going to be able to sign him because there's going to be all this competition for signing him. Yet. Over here, in we have no good football players land on, on the Bears' defense. We are 100% certain that we made the right trade, right move in trading Roquan, which, by the way, we spun one of our second-round picks for Chase Claypool, who looks at best like a number three wide receiver. I'm sorry. I'm not completely sold that getting rid of Roquan was such a good idea. And I would have loved to. And people say, oh, Jack Sanborn. Okay, yeah, yeah, Jack Sanborn. I love Jack Sanborn. I bought the Sanborn jersey. I would have loved to have seen 57 and 58 playing together and seeing what that looks like. And by the way, 
way, again, I like good players, and Roquan was a good player. And one more thing, and I'll, and I'll finish here. I don't care that it got sideways with the Bears organization, that he acted like an idiot, that he didn't have an agent. Shouldn't have done it. Terrible move. But you know what? Long term, it wouldn't have mattered. It would, it, like that, that had nothing to do with anything. Do you want him on your football team or not want him on your football team? And lastly, I know that they I know that he's going to be expensive, but they have $125 million in cap space. They could have afforded Roquan and afforded a lot more, and you're going to overpay for a free agent. You're that's what's going to happen. So it, you would have been overpaying for the guy who was second in tackles in the NFL since 2018. I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have hated it. First of all, great great, yes, great rant job. by you. Great job. That was a good job. I love, I'm a Pisses you, me off. You, just gave you your space. Okay. Good okay. job. Thank you. Good Thank job. You. Okay. Now, now here's where I come in. Okay. I'm not even coming into this as like uh, they shouldn't have traded him thing. That's clearly how you feel. I just find it hilarious that Roquan Smith somehow went from he's the most underrated player. He doesn't get respect. And I was leading that charge. I'm mm-hmm. all for it. That's why I'm still like on the Roquan's good side of things. Uh, every year, Bears fans. He should be in the Pro Bowl. He's an all-pro. He doesn't get respect. It's only because he's behind uh, Fred Warner and uh, Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner, yep. Uh, and then all of a sudden they trade games, him. Interesting games, by the way. All of a sudden they trade him. This guy sucks. <laughs> what? What? He's still good. He's still a really good player. And I'll tell you what. If the Bears went out and signed Roquan Smith on the first day of free agency in March, every single Bears fan in the world would be like, this is the greatest move by Ryan Poles ever. He got a second-round pick back for him, and then he brought him back. And Roquan's the best. Go, Roquan. And, and, and Nick, I want you to get in here, but I, 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 but I just want to say to everyone in the, in the chats who are, who are saying like that I'm an idiot or whatever, the Ravens have been under 500 twice in the last 15 years, and one of those years they were 8-9 and nine and Lamar was hurt. So, and so don't, and, and by the way, they won a Super Bowl with Joe Damass Flacco. So, so don't tell me that, like, that, that, that it's completely ridiculous to want Roquan because one of the better organizations in all of football wanted him and, and, and are probably going to sign him. So it's, come on, man. Like, let's, let's, let's not, uh, let's not completely say that it's, that it's ridiculous. And for the record, if they end up getting the number one pick or, or, or do a ton with, with the two pick, and it turns into a bunch of draft picks, and then 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 the Roquan trade was worth it because they would have won. I would think at least one, if not a couple of games, with him. So this could play out. I'm not saying it was the wrong thing to do. I'm just saying that it's up for debate at this point. That's that's my entire point. I remember when the trade was made, and I kind of pointed out like where the defense was at. It wasn't good even with him, but. I remember like tweeting out that this defense is not getting better without Roquan Smith. You got a lot of pushback from that. Like people like what you were saying, Adam, like, oh, he's not good anymore. It's like, well, the defense doesn't get better without him. And now you're seeing what he's kind of doing with Baltimore, helping that defense become the, the unit that it is. And what you said, Mark, like, I would love to have seen what Jack Sanborn alongside of Roquan Smith would have looked like. But he's gone. And that's that's kind of all I'll add to this conversation on Roquan Smith. Well, it's just funny because if he reaches the open market, which we don't know, I mean, they got to figure out Lamar Lamar's situation, and I think that's only gotten murkier with the injuries and yeah. things like that. Um, so they, I don't know if they're going to be in a position to franchise tag Roquan or not, or if they want to or not. But if he hits the open market, he's going to be ranked number one on my list of weak side linebackers to go sign, and you need to go sign one. Yeah, he definitely you can't go into next season again with Nicholas Morrow. No, he, he hasn't shown you anything season yeah and look if you're looking at who the bears are right now what's the strength of this team outside of the quarterback right for the bears right now yeah what's the strength of the team outside of the quarterback probably the running back running back okay you could say that give me number give me number three then secondary young yes correct all right to me if you're if you're looking for a super like a blueprint to what the bears could be down the line to me they look most like the seahawks right now Right, you could have a really strong secondary that is emerging. You had another player into there, uh, then all of a sudden, I'm, I'm not saying we're going Legion of Boom two here, but what does the quarterback look like? Can he be as good as Russell Wilson? I think he can be better, but it, but if, it, if even on the low end, like, and by the way, that Seahawks team, that should have been a back-to-back Super Bowl champion if they just run the ball at the goal line. Yeah. So, 
having a stud linebacker in there to go along with what the Bears are building would not have been such a terrible thing. They and, and I, it, I, there's a lot of ways to skin a cat too. Like everyone's like, yeah, you got you got to you got to have the defensive end. You got to have the defense. Yeah. Good players help you win football games, no matter the position. I, I still think when you put t- together the whole picture and understand the timing of things and where the Bears are at, the trade made sense. Mm-hmm. What, what what I'm and I think that's what maybe some people in the comments are missing right now. Like I'm I'm actually I'm on board with the trade still. I just feel like there's also been this like narrative out there that he's not good anymore, or like this. And and I and I I think that's just sort of a natural fan reaction, maybe sometimes and. Um, whatever, but he's still very good. And, 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 and I, I would challenge every single one of those people. I don't, I don't think it's anyone would be against the Bears re-signing Roquan if they did. And, and for the record, I am not. I'm, I'm mostly with you. Like, okay, it's fine. They dealt him. I get it. But let's right now. That, you know, trading one of your your second round pick to get Chase Claypool. If we could rewind all of that and just go, I you know, I I would if they could just rewind that part of the trade. I think the Bears would do it. Not yeah, it. I yeah. well, and I think, and, and that's where I don't think we we have to make sure we separate those two, right? Because they're not <laughs> they're not the right they're, they're not, not necessarily the same, trade. the same thing. But yeah, but would it did you, give them the freedom to do that? By the way, but yes, would you feel better if right now the Bears had what's looking like? the 33rd overall pick, because remember the Dolphins are out at their first round pick, and if they end up with the first, the Bears, that becomes the 32nd pick, which is like his second first rounder, um, essentially. Would you rather have that or Chase Claypool? Ugh, that. I mean, that, yeah. So, I mean. At this point. And and then you're looking at like, okay, you have two second round picks. Yeah, the Roquan trade definitely makes sense. I still think the trade makes sense. I still – Part of me still understands the Claypool trade. I just draw the line at they shouldn't – and I said that on the day the trade happened too. I didn't like that they gave up the earlier second-round pick. Mm-hmm. And and to me, yeah, here comes all the comments, well, the Packers were going to get them. Fine, let the Packers have them. Yeah. Right. Just because your rival wants them doesn't mean you have to outbid them. You have to, you have to understand your own scouting. And I don't know that um, – yeah, I don't know. I mean, Chase Claypool, is he better on the Packers right now? No, I mean, he's not picking Maybe. up this offense. It, I mean, he, no he, guarantee he picks up that one. Does he understand hand signals either? Roger. But I think we – listen, it, it may work out fine with Claypool. Yeah. It it may, but I think we could also say that it's it's it. he is never going to be a number one stud receiver. That is not who you traded for. I think that's overly clear. Yeah, I mean, it's not looking like that. It's especially he, if he, he can get to be, be on the field. Yeah, if he can be get get to be a legit number two, everyone would sign up for that right now. Mm-hmm. Another reason why I want Fields to play in these last two games, assuming Claypool can assuming. play. How Eberflus was uh, talking yesterday is like, we'll, we'll wait till the injury report. We know how those go. So, see what ends up happening. I feel better slightly. You do. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if I do actually. Yeah. Okay. I. Mm, the, let, let me just last last thing I'll say. Oh, you sorry. are so far away that you need to get lots of assets. So the trade made sense from that point, period. But what's different about that trade is that you know Roquan's entering his prime, not an old player. So that makes it a little bit. That makes it a lot different than you know trading Robert Quinn. Yeah, and I also do think the Claypool trade was more for twenty twenty three than it was twenty twenty two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also part of the calculus was the upcoming free agent market, which isn't great. Yeah, all those things I'm all for. That's why I'm not giving up on Claypool. I do think if you gave Ryan Poles truth serum, he would tell you he was hoping to see more out of this Absolutely. than he's seen Absolutely. so far. So um, that that's certainly I don't know. Claypool might be in on the tank. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> I really. I have no Arlington Heights updates, Mike Ibsen, and Robert Friel, you're funny. Um, and by the way, <laughs> shout out to whoever came up to me uh, yesterday at the Bulls game, walking through the concourse, uh, CHGO listeners, uh, just, just know that we're, wherever, at, or, oh, and who came up to me in the dispensary, which was amazing. 
<laughs> not that I was purchasing. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But I'm was hanging out. Be, what? Uh, Why are you at a dispensary? If you're because not we were bears after dark. I don't think he'll mind. Good old Seth Marks was sitting here. He wanted to go to the dispensary afterwards. So me and Braggs went with Seth to the dispensary because he needed to go to the dispensary down the street. And somebody came up to Braggs can confirm this if he's still watching. They just, hey, what's up, guys? And, you know, CHGO listeners. So shout out to everybody who's consuming the show out there. Comes up and say hello. We appreciate it. Okay, I got it. We got to go. Oh, you're up. ComEd's Energy Efficiency <laughs> Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve manage usage uh, energy usage and lower energy bills. Now and into the future, ComEd offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across our territory. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money-saving efficient LED lights. Learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile device and track your facility's energy usage and more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor and outdoor lighting and network lighting controls, making these projects even more cost-effective than before. Visit comed.com slash poweringbiz to now to start saving money and energy. And if you want to start a project, contact ComEd at one 433 2700 For more information, email Business at comet.com or public sector at comet.com. That was great. Um, I went to go get the Shady Rays just so you can see visually what these kind of look like, but I realized I can't actually read my screen. So that's how good they are. Polarized. Do looks even better now. Uh, But Shady Rays, premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles care to everyone and every lifestyle. The best part about Shady Rays, they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. You lose or break your shades on day one. They told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Drop them in the lake, throw them off a cliff. Whatever happens, they'll get you a new pair of Shady Rays sunglasses. Even with that strong protection program, they still manage to make quality that I can tell you holding in my hand seems just as good as any expensive pair that I have ever owned. And Shady Rays customers seem to agree with over 200,000 five-star reviews. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. Buy one, get one free. You get two pairs for as low as $54. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all the newest and best shades. All right, wrapping things up here on the CHGO Bears podcast. No. I want to go three more hours. Oh, having so well, much fun today. You can. I got to go host on the score. If anyone wants to listen this afternoon. You and Speaks? Spe- yeah. All right. I'm all in. Got some uh, Bulls talk. Oh, boy. That's going to be fun. Just just make sure you mention, like, me. You? Yeah. Like, Actually, Will Gottlieb is going to come on. Is Gottlieb coming on? Yeah. That's awesome. That's so cool. And I uh, think he's in Argentina. That's even cooler. That's that's awesome. I By the way, uh, it's traveling the world. I want to get my buddy, uh, um, the good old Matt Verderam, on this program, who I used to work with at Fanside. I was talking to him. Mm. He's got a lot of interesting thoughts about the Bears. So, Bears. it'll be it'll be a good convo with with Verdi. Keep All going. Right. All right, um, Nick knows Verderam. We're back tomorrow. Uh, what's tomorrow already? Wednesday? Tomorrow's Wednesday. Weird week. I have no idea what day it is or <laughs> where I am. So we'll be back tomorrow um, noon. Noon. Maybe talking to Carmi V. I think Carmi V's in. Yeah. So we'll have a good show for you tomorrow. And um, make sure you're checking out allchgo.com. Become a diehard. Check it out. And um, always there got you great go. What, what are you laughing at? Right there. Right. This comment right here. <laughs> Three hours of Carm alone just ranting into the void of the internet. I mean, the shows that I do to my car windshield are just absolutely <laughs> extraordinary. Just, uh, you know, throw it on Twitter spaces. Maybe yeah, there you go. In. I mean, that's what... I'll tune in like hour two. I, ca- I can't compete with Braggs in spaces. Do? Is that what you do on the talk? talk? I'm not doing enough talk. It's a bad... J- I watch the talk. You just sit there and scroll too. through the talk? The talk knows me better than I know myself. It's unbelievable. <laughs> their their, their <laughs> algorithm is just... It's just... It's frightening how much the they know. The irony of you figuring that out as you're watching that Mark Cuban video where he's basically telling you that... Yes. ...is pretty good. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, that seems like a good way to end the show today. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at The Carm, at Nicholas Moriano. We're back tomorrow. Nick will be at House Hall with all the updates. Make sure you're following him. We'll have him on tomorrow to... Uh, Apparently have 
Floos tell us all the opposite of what he told <laughs> yeah. us yesterday, How according to what Karn believes might happen hypothetically, and then if it does, we'll cover it a day ahead of it happening. If the Floosophy happens... Oh, that show's going to be wild. That'll be a great moment <laughs> in the history of Bears football. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>